Hello and welcome. My name is Jeanette Brookshire. I'm the digital and print news editor for The Record and RecordNet.com. And today I'm sitting down with Roger Phillips, a reporter who did a story today about uh, police training. And we're going to talk about what his experience was like at this training. Thank you, Roger. Thank you for having me. So today's story, you went out and covered a story about the police doing training to do where they learn how to diffuse potentially volatile situations. Tell us more about what you saw out there today. Well, I went out there and we were actually under un, beneath Interstate 5 um, in Morelli Park, west of downtown. And um, almost immediately after I got there, um, I was recruited to do go through the actual training that rookie officers go through with the Stockton Police Department um, involving certain volatile situations. They um, put a holster on me. They gave me a gun with blanks. And let me tell you, I've, I've like, that may have been the first time I've ever touched a gun in my life. Um, so they gave me a gun with blanks and, uh, and then they basically led me through three scenarios with um, veteran police officers serving as the uh, perpetrators. What were some of the scenarios like? Well, one was a domestic violence case where I was called and there's a man yelling at a woman who's sitting on the curb um, saying that he hit her. There was another where a guy was looking into the driver's side window of a vacant vehicle kind of suspiciously and apparently from what I was told that is a detainable situation potentially and then the third was um, just a traffic stop the encounter with the person looking in the truck take us through what was that encounter like well I came up to him I kept my distance, actually. I I had my hand on the gun, and uh, which was, I believe, in the holster. I can't really remember exactly. But I asked him what he was doing, and he turned to me and said he was looking, you know, he was just looking in this truck because he's thinking of getting this same truck, and he wanted to see what it looked like inside. And um, then he started asking me, you know, why are you bothering me? Why are you bothering me? Um, And I asked him to calm down, and this continued on for a couple of minutes. And then all of a sudden he pulled a weapon out and fired at me. And that was strike one. Did you see how any of the other participants handled the situation? You know, these um, these were rookies who have recently graduated from Delta College's police academy. And so they really haven't been through these kinds of scenarios themselves. And it kind of made me feel good, um, or maybe it should make me feel bad since they're going to be on the police force, that they didn't do a whole lot worse than I did. And I got shot in all three scenarios. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Well, I figure if you're going to do something, you should do it well. Be perfect. Now, did they tell you, like, how you should have handled 
handled it or better ways you could have handled it? They really didn't give me that kind of instruction. Um, it was just, I think they wanted to... Do you think it was because you were dead? Well, that could be, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of too late for that. But had I been alive, maybe they would have... Um, Maybe they would have uh, done that. But I think it was really to give me an idea of how quickly a situation can deteriorate and go from something that's seemingly um, minor into into a situation that's life or death and how quickly you have to make decisions and how aware of your surroundings you have to be. Now, we've been making fun of Roger all day. Mm -hmm. And I really want to say he's been a really good sport about it. And... We've been giving him a really hard time. So, good job on that. Thank you for taking it so well. What would you have done differently? Um, I think one thing I would have done differently is I would have taken Clifford Odo's camera away um, when he was shooting pictures of me uh, that eventually would end up on Facebook, causing... Um, a lot of my Facebook friends to laugh at me openly and scoff at me all day long today while I'm trying to do an important public service for this community by writing this story. It was one of the first things I saw when I came in today, and at first I thought Cliff had photoshopped the photo. That some, I didn't know what happened, but I at first I thought it was Photoshop, and then I looked closer. I started reading the comments. And suddenly it became the greatest day mm -hmm. of the week to me. It was truly a highlight to see this photo of Roger aiming the gun at the perpetrator. And then I find out Roger died seconds later. That's right. And uh, in one of the scenarios, when I was trying to shoot somebody, I did something wrong with the gun and the... Um, magazine fell out so I had to bend down and pick it up while supposedly I'm dealing with this hardened criminal who's you know got a gun himself so that probably wasn't part of the training that they expected well it was probably good for them to see the different ways people could encounter this scenario and helps them refine it have you ever done anything similar to this before? I mean, some of your coworkers have done the more experienced journalism. I think Joe has run the obstacle course that recruits go through. Uh, one time, Scott Linesberg, a sports reporter, dressed up as uh, Stockton Thunder, the previous hockey team's mascot. He wore that for a day. Have you ever done any other types of experienced journalism? Um, a long time ago at, uh, I believe it was at Peyton Elementary or one of the elementary schools in Stockton Unified, they were having a kindergarten um, English-Spanish immersion class, and I sat in for a day and went through it and uh, felt completely lost for the entire day, and I wrote about it in the first person. Um, I've also been in a previous police training where I believe they were dealing with mental illness and um, I believe I participated in trying to calm down um, an upset mentally ill person and I don't think I did that well that time either. Well, it's good to know that 
policing isn't a solid backup plan for you when things fall apart in journalism. I was invited to apply today, but I told them, you know, you know, I'll be anything in the office where I never have to leave the office. I'm totally fine with that. But the minute I have to set foot outside, forget it. I'm, I'm not doing it. Well, thank you for sitting down and talking about this. Is there anything else you want to add? Or? Um, well, I think people should be aware that uh, the Stockton Police Department now has 466 officers. They're budgeted for 485. And coming out of the bankruptcy a few years ago, um, the city has had the opportunity to hire a large number of officers. I mean, it's expanded um, the force by maybe 130 people, officers, in the last few years. And consequently, they are hiring a lot of young, inexperienced officers who it's very important that they receive this kind of training and get as up to speed as possible before they hit the streets. And I think that's really what was going on today and, um, and happens regularly with the Stockton Police Department throughout the year. So next time, if they invite you to do like the obstacle course, do some of the uh, running over things, do you want to do that one or should we send some? Well, I, I guess I'd consider that. I, I really, next time I'd like to play the criminal in the scenarios. And I would like to see that next time we'll send a videographer with you. And Yeah. Can we set that up? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll call Joe Silva and get that set up. Um, Maybe he can let us take a drone. We'd have to buy a drone, but... Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Maybe Joe will loan us the police departments. Hmm. All right, thank you, Roger. Thank you, Jeanette.